Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Uh, if you're the type who loves to bet on sports, or maybe you're playing for the first time, either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why we recommend MyBookie.com. Sign up at MyBookie.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. What is up? Welcome to the baseball show. I am your host, Rob Fox, and I am joined, as always, by Dan Holloway. We're watching some uh, Rays-Red Sox afternoon game, a little uh, AL East pennant race action. Yeah, I got some money on this game. Uh, Same, same. Uh, We bet uh, on mybookie today. Um, Actually, the one I'm the most interested in, I think we both bet it, was the over for hits, runs, errors. Yeah, it's what is it, thirty two and a half or something like that? Thirty two and a half on yeah. hits, runs, errors, <clears throat> which it sounds like a lot, but uh here's actually the graphic of your guys' bets. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Game started, live lines, they're still the same. Yeah. It's just started, so should be able to get something around there. The live line should be about this. Uh if anything, you might get a discount. Maybe. On uh total because there's already an out, so the hit, total hits, runs, errors yeah. probably dropped, maybe. Um and then raise money. I don't know about the raise, whatever, money line. But, uh, yeah, what's up, boys? Welcome to the chat. Thanks for being here. Uh, but, yeah, we're watching a little AL East action. How did you, uh, speaking of the East, though, first, how about that fucking Albies home run last night? Yeah, we were talking about it before the show. Um, you've got Jorge Soler was uh, hitting second when he got removed as a defensive substitution uh, two-player uh, two swap, right? So the pitcher spot's coming up. And you've got Jock Peterson on first. I guess you don't want to walk the bases loaded. Right. But you certainly don't throw Ozzy Albies the one pitch you can't throw him. Well, there were two you know outs I mean? also. <clears throat> I would have walked him because the Braves bench was empty at that point. The only person you had left to hit was the backup catcher. Steven Vogt, yeah, who is like, terrible. You, you take your chances with him and not a fucking all-star, to be honest. Yeah. It's one run. Who cares? Right? Yeah. You can you can give up one and still win the goddamn game, man. Yeah. So who who gives a shit? I don't know. You just that that was really stupid. It was a pretty. <clears throat> I mean, I'm typically against walking the bases loaded. Mm. I was there at Game Seven of uh, the uh, uh, Cardinals Rangers World Series, where I think Wash, God bless his soul, uh, not that he's dead, but wa- walked to the bases loaded uh, mm. in like the second or third inning, and then the like to get to somebody else, and I think they walked home a run, or like they immediately. I I actually think he just got a hit, but it was like. I hate giving the pitcher no room for error. Yeah. But at the same time, when you have literally the sh- Stephen Vogt is such a shitty hitter that they might have used Max Fried to pinch hit instead. Yeah, they could have. I mean, they would have said it's because they didn't want to use their backup catcher, but we all know why. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was not like I, it was pretty <clears throat> stunning. And and then obviously for anyone who's watching the Reds Braves game last night, Ozzy Albie's murdered that ball. Yeah, I mean, that was a stupid pitch. It was, I, I, I don't get it, man. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens in baseball these days that I just don't understand. It was, it was pretty incredible. There was another, by the way, uh, play in that game to talk about uh, players, two plays in that game, actually, that drove me insane last night about players not understanding things like they used to. Right. Uh, Jorge Soler running through the stop, Wash's stop sign. <laughs> 
and literally costing the Braves a run yeah. uh, at third base. And then um, late in the game, maybe in the ninth inning, actually, I can't remember for sure, but uh, Heredia had to lay down a bunt. Yeah. And um, nobody can bunt anymore. It was not even guy like you expect number one and two hole hitters and number eight hole hitters to be able to bunt. Yeah. And all pitchers, no one, no can one. bunt. Literally no one can bunt. Even guys who could use it to get on base, drag bunt or whatever the fuck, they can't bunt anymore. Nobody can do it. It's fucking insane. It's to the point where, like, <laughs> it's not a useless skill. No. Like, at all. I don't understand it. No. Like, and if you're a guy, like, if you're, fa- if you're fucking fast, you should know how to bunt. It's also not that difficult to bunt, in my opinion. I, I, we used to do a drill my high school, and obviously high school baseball is slightly different than the fucking major leagues. I, <laughs> right. I got it. But we would, our, our uh, coach would stand halfway between the, uh, uh, the rubber and the plate, and everybody stood in line, and you had to come up there. He threw whatever the fuck he threw as hard as he could or a fucking breaking ball or some shit like that, and you had to get a bunt down within three strikes. And if you couldn't, everybody had to take a lap around the field. We went through that drill constantly, and we all learned how to bunt. These are fucking professional Major League Baseball players. There's no excuse for this shit. And you can see them. Their fundamentals are terrible. What you see out of a guy bunting these days, what you should see is like you're pulling uh, an arrow out of a quiver, Mm -hmm. right? You keep it at a fucking angle like this, and you meet the ball. Yeah. Like you just let it, you meet the ball. It's like receiving a pass in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead, what you see is this, flat bat and then poke. Yeah. That's what you see. It doesn't fucking work. It will never work like that. And it drives me fucking crazy. It, this is such an easy skill and useful skill to learn, and nobody can fucking do it anymore. Unbelievable. It's fucking stunning. And you would honestly think that there's a player or two at this point that would be like, uh, <clears throat> find themselves, I don't know, rostered in perpetuity. Yeah. If they could do something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. If that was the only thing you could do, you could probably make a Major League Baseball team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if that's, if, if, like, Billy Hamilton or somebody, yeah. right, who's currently on the White Sox bench for speed. He should only bunt. Yeah. You literally, he, yeah, absolutely. Because he can't fucking hit. No, he can't hit, but he can run like a motherfucker. I mean, to be honest, if he just bunted every single time he came up to the plate, he, he would probably have at least a 300 on base percentage, right? Yeah. Maybe not a batting average, but he would fucking, I don't know. It is, none of this shit makes any sense to me. We're watching a uh, watching the Rays Red Sox. By the way, if you didn't catch that yet, um, I think this is going to be a bullpen game for the Rays. Right, Rasmussen's a, a reliever. Yeah, yeah. Rays doing a bullpen game on uh, Getaway Day, which is why we took we both took the over mm-hmm. for the hits, runs, errors. Because I don't know. For me, if anything goes wrong, right? Like, there's, yeah. there's no you don't have the safety net <laughs> of a bullpen because you're already in your fucking bullpen. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's no there's no backstop there. Boom. Although they are, Rasmussen is a, is a pretty good fucking reliever. What, right. uh, I, I like don't pay attention to bullpen games at all. Like what, what is the strategy there? Like, do you just, is his first guy like a closer, but for the first inning or did you run him out for like two, three and then start I, going I inning guess it, and inning? Yeah. It depends on the staff that you're working with probably, yeah. but I've seen what you just described quite a bit. Yeah. Where they try to get through that first inning for sure. And then bring in a middle reliever maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think you're leading off with your closer either way, but if you've got a setup guy, it's not a horrible idea to throw him out there first. Right. I would think. Since you're Just to, to get the... Heart of the lineup. Yeah, to get through that first heart of the lineup thing. And you, you also have the benefit of the fact that 
there's you're probably not going to have a pitcher see the same hitter more than twice, if that, right, in a game like this. Literally, yeah. So you can really – you don't have to worry about at-bats two and three. You can go after this each hitter with your best stuff, um, with your best pitch, and you don't have to worry about having to get him out on it later, like that high fastball right there. That's Rasmussen's best weapon is the uh, slightly above-belt high fastball. I feel like I would be annoyed <clears throat> as fuck if I was a hitter yeah, playing in a bullpen game. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you, you never settle in. Probably, if you're a slow starter, you probably never feel right. Right. 15. Just fully off balance. So, this Mets Nationals game from yesterday was a pretty good game. It was a seven to eight game. And this is the reason we fucking, that's what I think this is going to be. I think this is like a fucking, I think this is a seven to eight or, or six to nine game or something like somewhere in that range. Um, Here's the, the numbers from it. Eight and seven runs, respectively. That's 15, right? Nice pitch. Um, <clears throat> hits, 10 and 13. That's another 23 right there. So you're at 38. Right. Already with just a seven to eight game. So you're well over. The over-under in this is 11. So even if it's a 6-5 game, you know what I mean? Then there were four errors on top of that. That's 42. Uh, I think that's a good bet. So hopefully that one pays off. Yeah, off to a slow start so far, but you know, whatever, fuck it. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Nothing, actually, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> just a shitty transition here. Uh, the biggest news in baseball right now, Fernando Tatis Jr., coming back soon, moving to center field. Yeah, that's kind of weird, man. Right? So he, potential MVP, although he probably lost too many at-bats to win it, yeah, I, I don't think. Know. I think, to be honest, I don't think this is a rule necessarily, but I do believe that you should have to at least qualify for a batting title to be able to win MVP. 100%. Unless you're doing, like, an Otani thing. Uh, Well, he'll still qualify, though, right? I think. I think he will, but but I'm not sure he is. It's 3.1 at-bats per game played. Yeah. So 162. Wait, they're playing 162 this year, right? Yes. Yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, Tatis Jr., coming back from injury soon. They're going to move him from shortstop to center field, potentially in part because they might bring up the number two prospect in baseball who also happens to be a shortstop, uh, C.J. Abrams. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's weird that they would move the franchise player, but if, if well, he the, doesn't care. That, what, what scares me is Chipper Jones was moving along really nicely in his career, right? And then he got moved to left field for a while, and it fucked up his career. He, yeah. would, be, he would have hit probably somewhere in the 550 home run range. Yes. Right? And... Uh, his his batting average would have stayed up around the 316 mark, I think, if if I remember that article correctly. He would have been one of the top 10 hitters of all time, yeah. statistically speaking, had he not been moved to left field and started experiencing these injuries. I worry about that and a guy you just invested, what, $360 fucking million dollars in? Right. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Now, I wonder, I, do you think they do it long term, or is this just a let's just do it this year to get as many reinforcements as we can because the NL West is fucking stacked <clears throat> and the playoffs are going to be brutal? And then once that season's over, we move him back to shortstop because CJ Abrams, uh, again, the number two prospect in all of baseball, he was the number, their number one draft pick, I think the number six draft pick overall mm-hmm. in 2019. Um, he he was kind of like he is still a shortstop, but they're kind of assuming he's going to move to second base. So like, do do you even like this move in the short term? Just to, and he he C.J. Abrams, uh, elite speed, growing bat, elite defense. Tatis not that good defensively at shortstop. No, I mean he's a good flashy player, but he doesn't make. I mean the sign of a great 
uh, uh, infielders that they make all the plays are supposed like Andrelton Simmons was so good that he that nobody knew how good he was. Right. You know what I mean? Like you just don't ever fuck up and people are like, oh, that's cool, he did it again. Who cares? I mean, I think Andrew Jones was <laughs> he was the same way. Guy. Well, I don't know. He made so many great plays though. It was like, all right, this guy's probably one of the best. Um, so Cronenworth is going to uh, just be their first baseman now, I guess. No, Hosmer's still at first. Cronenworth played first last night. Uh, Hosmer's and, still there. Maybe Hosmer might have been out for he, the night. So right now, ESPN has their depth chart as Jake Cronenworth is their starting first baseman and Hosmer is their backup. I don't know if they're platooning now. Yeah. That would be kind of weird uh, uh, considering how, um, how well... Cronenworth hits, although he is st- uh, rate-wise, he's markedly better against lefties, and obviously Hosmer's better against right-handed pitching. Right. Um, so maybe that's what they're doing there. Hosmer's I mean, that's kind of having a shitty year too, for yeah, what it's worth. And that's not a fucking horrible thing to get them used to heading into the playoffs too. Having those two guys at that one position, and the flexibility of having pinch hitters or defensive substitutions. Cronenworth can play multiple positions, obviously. Um, He's he's let's see what all he's played this year actually. Let's see. Fielding. He has played pitcher. <laughs> uh he's played first, second and short this year for at least 13 games each. I was going to say he's actually uh, started 10 games at all those 10 games or more at all those positions. That's a good thing to have. He has eligibility in fantasy at second, first and short. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's at least, I think minimum 10 games, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard to to do something like that. It is weird that they're going to move Tatis Jr. to center field, though. I don't think he's played anything but shortstop in his major league career, right? Uh, definitely not his major league career. Yeah. Not, what uh, about? Uh, let's look at Baseball Reference. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know what he's played. I I agree with you on the injury thing in particular. Like I, uh, especially center field, man. Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's like you can hide somebody in left field, and and somebody mm. can can kind of passably play right field right yeah. you know what i mean whereas like center field like that's not really a it's not really a fuck around position no <clears throat> no especially a guy that plays that hard he's not even 21 years old yet right uh or no he's uh 22 now yeah so he's not even 23 is what i was gonna say but i mean still like his body is still developing having injuries right now is just not the great it's not a great idea i, I, I just don't i don't understand what the fucking perp to get another prospect into the lineup maybe what the f- who gives a shit about this guy right. he's not going to contribute this year if he does it's going to be speed off the bench right he's not going to hit better than adam frazier he's not going to hit better than fernando Tatis jr <laughs> certainly um maybe better than who's their center fielder now uh their outfield's pretty weak um let me look at the fucking center depth chart. Field. i was trent, looking at it trent grisham yeah their 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 outfield is, is he's got an 806 ops it's not terrible yeah it's fine I mean, they're fine, like the outfield, but compared to the infield, I guess at least it's uh, it's a bit underwhelming. I guess well, you could say. Do you feel oh, like that? Oh, oh, got under it. Shit. Do I feel like what? I was gonna say. I, I kind of feel like, and I, I want your opinion on this. Um, do they feel like they didn't do enough at the deadline? So they're just like, fuck it, let's just bring someone else up. Like let's Maybe. bring a star up. <clears throat> Fernando Tatis has never played outfield in his professional career. Yeah. And now you're going to go into I, – I just looked at his, his – uh, what do you call it? 
minor league stats. Nothing there either. So you're playing between Will Myers, who isn't exactly the fastest motherfucker on earth. No. And Tommy Pham, who, I, if I'm not mistaken, started his career out as a fucking infielder as well. He played second base, right? He's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, He's kind of a Ben Zobris situation. Mm. Not, not, not wife-wise, just playing-wise. Oh, no. He started out in the outfield as well. Has played some other positions. Yeah, yeah fam, so... Fam can play anywhere. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, it's not a... Usually when you put a fucking new guy into, the, into an outfield position, it's because you feel comfortable with the other. Like when Chipper Jones went over to play left, Andrew Jones was in center field. Right. You could hide him. Like that's fine. Yeah. Man. Uh, I don't know who was in right field for them back then. So um, that would have been like Michael Tucker. Who he was, was a fine. good defensive yeah. player. Yeah, he came from the, from the Royals, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, he was, he was a good defensive player. I don't know. This seems really risky, but they've been taking risk with this guy already. Just signing him to that long-term deal, was it 13 years? Yeah. That's like, a fucking... What, $300 million, something After like he hasn't been able to complete a full season in Major League Baseball <laughs> right. yet. Seems maybe like it might be a problem. Now, maybe this all goes away and it works out. It hasn't worked out for a lot of athletes. Like, there's a quarterback from, from the Eagles who's now in Indianapolis who it's not worked out for. <laughs> Bryce Harper's not being able to really keep it together. Uh, well, we're going to get to that. That's, in, the, that's, in, that's next, actually. Well, that's a nice segue. Uh, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, Bryce Harper is actually really fucking good. I didn't realize this because I was thinking that Harper was kind of being underwhelming or whatever. Mm-hmm. In his last <clears throat> 162 games, let me read you the stat line here. He's hit 292 on base percentage, 412. Slugging percentage, 572. With, so it's 984 OPS, 156 WRC+, plus, 37 home runs, only 90 RBIs, but that's not really his fault necessarily, right. uh, <laughs> and 22 stolen bases. Well, let's see if it's his fault, actually. On the year, just this season, mm-hmm. he has 156, uh, 156 WRC+, plus, 20 homers, 12 stolen bases, 969 OPS, top 20 in FOR with uh, 3.7. People for, like... I didn't know this. Like, I literally was just like, eh, like, fuck it. It's because you're a hater. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a Harper hater. I am a Harper hater. Fuck Bryce. I love Bryce Harper, but also fuck Bryce Harper. Like, I, I love that the Phillies have him and that, well, I thought he wasn't <laughs> doing anything. But is this like, I mean, this is like the quietest monster stat line I've ever read in my life. It's pretty good. Yeah. And the RBI thing is definitely not on him. He's hitting 317 with runners on. Um, he's hitting 311 with runners in scoring position. So he's just not getting a lot of ABs with runners. No, no, uh, no, he's not. No. You said three eleven. Yeah. Okay. You big three eleven fan? Amber is the color of your energy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did you remember how uh, it was like a pre four uh, chan rumor mill thing? But people tried to start a rumor that three eleven stood for uh, white supremacy because the eleventh letter in the alphabet is K, so it was three Ks. <laughs> yeah. So this shit's been going on longer than the internet. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Fucking people are stupid. Isn't uh, it actually a police code for like nude, like exposing yourself or weed probably. or something? Like, I have no idea. Let us know in the chat. G- Giorgio, why are you fucking standing there with a mic in your face, rubbing your eyes like you just woke up? What's happening? Do you need to say something? I thought I did, but uh, I don't. God damn it. <laughs> people are fucking assholes. Fair um, enough. Yeah, he hasn't hit a whole lot of home runs with people on, though. He's hit, uh, let's see, how many home runs do you have this year? He's got 20. 21. He's got 21, 21 home runs. Okay. Uh, only two of those have been hit with runners on base. 
Now that is. Are you his, kidding me? That's what it says here. Yeah. He has 19 solo home runs. Eight. Well, yeah, 19 now. He had 18 last night, to, and he had another one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. this is from this is from I, the stats from yesterday. I think. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of weird. Are they? What? Are, like what? I I don't know, man. Like I I read that and I I had legitimately <clears throat> convinced myself that Bryce Harper was like washed and mediocre, and had the power, had the flair. And by the way, his three seven WAR. The only reason it's hurt so bad is because he's getting dinged for defense, which I think is bullshit. Why? I don't think he's a bad defender. I mean, how do they determine what's his WRC plus is obviously really good. So yeah, sixty four percent of his at bats came have come so far with run, no runners on base. Jesus Christ! The best hitter on your fucking team, sixty four percent of the time he's up there leading off a fucking inning. Why yeah. not just put him in the leadoff spot if that's the case? Honestly, he gets why, on base enough. Yeah, why not? What, what's the fucking purpose of that? At least give somebody else a chance to drive somebody in. Yeah, if it's not going to be him, he, god damn it! He man. is actually genuinely one of the best players I've ever seen at getting on base. That wasn't Barry Bonds, and that wasn't even that wasn't even Barry Bonds really getting yeah, on base. That was drugs getting on base. Yeah, well, um, and everyone else <clears throat> being afraid of his drugs. Yeah, um, yeah, Harper's good, man. He, he's he's uh, he doesn't have a lot of help, honestly. His the guy playing center field there right now has a 695 OPS. That's not great. <laughs> I mean, it would be great if you had like 80 stolen bases, but he does not. Right. Uh, Jesus Christ. And then Andrew McCutcheon. The, I go- was, the ghost of Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, he's actually hit a bunch of home runs this year, but that's because that's all he's trying to do. He's hitting 235. Yeah. And I, I, I was watching him uh, them play the Dodgers last night. I was at the um, I was at WTF and uh, oop, just missed it. <clears throat> Uh, I was at WTF. They're playing, and I, I'm watching him hit, and I'm just screaming, fucking get your hands up, asshole. You're not fast enough to have your hands down by your hips anymore. Yeah. Get your fucking hands up. It's just physics. I don't understand why older hitters don't. Kyle Ripken changed the way he hit. Like, everyone's like, oh, Kyle Ripken's always toying around with his batting stance. Like, no, he's figuring out the most direct path to the fucking ball because he knows he's not as physically talented as some of these other people. Yeah. That's why... He's, he was smarter and, and more determined than other players. That's why he took less physical ability and turned it into one of the better careers for a shortstop up to that point anyways. I mean, Obviously, things are different now. but I would say that that's probably the number one thing that happened to Albert Pujols. Yeah, what did he, he change? Watch his at-bats now. Yeah. And then go YouTube his at-bats from 12 years ago. Yeah. Like He looks the same. Yeah, yeah he, he should have uh, uh, certainly changed his stance. I mean... You, you get used to letting the ball, and Miguel Cabrera as well, same thing. Yeah. Although he had some injuries, but uh, he hit 499 last night, and he's got, yeah. I think he's 10 hits away from 3,000, I believe, something like that. So he's uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Everybody loves Easily. Nick. Miggy Cabrera is a fucking, he's a character. He's a good dude. He's like uh, Manny Ramirez if, if he wasn't a complete jackass, basically. <laughs> you don't see a lot of it. Pujols is kind of the same way, but he just, Pujols has looked like he's 65 since he was 20. Yeah. So people just like, oh, he's the old man in the clubhouse. Yeah. But he's always fucking around with people and, and pranking and shit, so I'm, I'm a big fan of those guys. Or just popping off on Joe Madden. Yeah. But, but that whole Manny being Manny thing, like, no, dude, that's Manny fucking up a baseball game, bro. Kind of, yeah. Like, he's, he's fucking jogging over to a, a double rip down the line as a dude is fucking trotting into third base, standing up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Or man? I think at one point he threw a live ball into the stands. <laughs> well, a lot of he, people have done that. Because he forgot how many outs there Larry, were. Larry Walker did that one time, too. I remember <laughs> that game. Hunter Renfro's up. He's uh, having a pretty good season for himself. 
How much? So I, I would like this game in part because obviously they're in a race for the uh, mm-hmm. for first place. But we were talking about this off air the other day. Like, what, what? How much air do the Red Sox have left? It feels like they're running out of steam. <clears throat> like it really feels like they don't like that. That's finally collapsing. What did they do at the break? They signed a guy that was on the disabled list, right? Yeah. Sweet. Or they traded for him. Yeah. I mean, they had. If you're a team like that and you've made it this far off of grit and temerity you have to do something at the fucking deadline to juice your team up that like adding fred mcgriff in 93 that like the braves did they didn't necessarily need that piece to continue competing because they were leaning on the bullpen but bringing him in the fucking press box catches on fire and he hits two home runs in his first game that became the narrative around which they built their comeback that season you need something like that. You need a new player like, oh, this guy's going to be a fucking Red Sox now or whatever the fuck, some excitement on the team. Because nice play. if you're on a team like that that is overperforming, everybody just has imposter syndrome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, like, man, we're fucking just lucky to be here. Yeah. You can't think like people say that to be politically correct or whatever you call it or to be good in the media, but you can't think like that. You can't think that I'm just happy to be here. Or I'm just glad to be here. No, you, Chipper Jones called it necessary arrogance. Like, you have to know you fucking belong here. Otherwise, you don't. You know what I mean? And that's what I think they're going through right now. They don't have that veteran presence telling them, like, hey, we got here because we're fucking good. Right. Like, you, just because your name isn't on all the fucking newspapers or in ESPN headlines or whatever the fuck doesn't mean that you're not a great player. Look at Tampa Bay, the team that's beating us right now. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're fucking, nobody knows anybody on their whole team. But somehow, every single year, they're in the playoffs. doesn't matter who, if people know your name. No, it's like, like I don't know... Like, who is a veteran on the Red Sox right now? Bogarts? Andrew Bogarts? <sighs> I guess, they're, but he's like 26 or 27 years right. old, right? Like, their best player is Raphael Devers, and he's 24. Yeah. So he's not probably doing a lot in the clubhouse. Christian Vasquez, but he's been hurt a lot of the year, too. Yeah. I, uh, it's fucking weird. Like, they don't. There's, it, this is the most anonymous Red Sox team. Well, I guess J.D. Martinez. He's quiet, yeah. quietly having another all-star season. Yeah. That's what he does. He hits 30 home runs, drives in some runs, hits about 300 every single year. Can't play much defense, but um, he can hit the fucking ball. Uh, but their other players are guys that you would expect to see. You, all of the outfielders are guys you would expect to be the third outfielder on a good team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hunter Renfro, uh, Jared Rand, and Alex Verdugo, who's been uh, the third outfielder on a number of good teams. And you've got Schwarber on the on – the, he's still on the DL. He hasn't fucking had an at-bat since May. That was their big fucking move. It doesn't even matter who it is or if you need them or not. They should have made any move uh, with, with any kind of clubhouse personality right. person. Well, dude, right? at some point, too, like, it just hypes up the team yeah. to see the front office be like – to see the front office validate them, yeah. essentially. Right? Like, like, hey, you guys are working hard. Here's a little bit of help. Yeah. Like, it, it's clearly helped the Braves. Yeah. Uh, it, it's helped the Dodgers, but unfortunately for the Dodgers, the Giants also got help. Right? So it's helped them, too. Those are going to be some good games going down the stretch. That's good. Those are going to be fucking fantastic games. I am going to watch every second of the next Dodgers-Giants series. Uh, and honestly, it, on the flip side, I, it's not that they didn't uh, do anything, but it kind of feels like the Padres feel like, why didn't we get more? Yeah. Like, I kind of get that vibe from the Padres right Maybe now. Maybe that's why they're shuffling shit up, just to try to keep it, keep it fresh. Who knows? Man. Yeah. And same with uh, uh, the Reds, for that matter, who the, who the Braves are finishing up a series with today. Yeah. You kind of get the, like, they seem, and I was reading a lot of, like, their fan stuff on Twitter and Reddit last night after that walk-off, because I was, again, just pouring, mm. like, 
wind pouring into my fucking mm. eyes as much as I could. Uh, their fans seemed pretty resigned to like, dude, this is bullshit. Like we have, we have pieces. Like why don't we have more? Or why didn't we put more on? It? Yeah, and it's a problem for the Reds too because they're they've been playing really well and they still have a long way to go to catch up. Yeah, they're eight games out of first in the Central and they're four and a half games out in the wild card right now, and they're not going to catch the Padres or Dodgers probably, right? Just not gonna. I, I don't maybe think it'll the, happen. I mean, they could maybe catch the Padres, and maybe. then your then your reward is uh, a play-in game against fucking uh, Max Scherzer, basically. Right. Yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, the Braves, on the other hand, they'll probably win that division. I'm I'm all in. I mean, on them winning that I don't know. The Phillies the Phillies are looking pretty decent, but again, they don't have. You, you look at those stats. I don't. There's Dan's not a lot pop, of Dan's popping his hand back there. There's not a lot of help for. Uh, uh, for Bryce Harper, there just isn't a lot of help. I no. mean, it's, Gene, Gene Segura's had a good year, and he's a very he's a really good player. He's not a leadoff guy. I don't know why they have him there. That's that's he's in he's a middle infielder, and he's fast, so they put him in the leadoff spot. Doesn't make that shit doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. No, Gene not, Segura sounds like a fringe Sopranos character, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, if uh, Gene Gray married a Mexican dude. Um. <laughs> Like Let's the X-Men see. reference. They also, I mean, they have a little bit of uh, lineup help. I mean, like, again, McCutcheon's just uppercutting for home runs at this point. But yeah. Alec Bohm and uh, JT Real Muto, both great hitters. Yeah, Real Muto's great, but he's not been on the field a lot this yeah. year. I mean. I do agree with you. They really maybe should just lead Harper off. I would. I mean, Gene Chagura is, uh, he had, he's hitting three thirteen this year. He's having a great season. This, yeah. is, this might be end up being his best season as a professional baseball player. Um, but 370 on base percentage, and you can't get whatever is happening between him and Harper. He's not that 37 percent of the time he's on base is clearly not when Harper's coming up the fucking bat. Right, 65 percent of his at bats are with nobody on base. So that doesn't make sense that, to me. That actually is hilarious because it almost matches up to every time Segura is on base. Yeah, Harper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, skied it. Is he going? Oh, he might oh, yeah. get yeah, burned there. Yeah, oh, I got it, got it, got it. That dude's got no hose. Um, meanwhile, obviously, fucking uh, Bryce Harper is uh, his his on base percentage is even when he's having shitty years, it's pretty good. But it's like four thirteen this year. Yeah, hey, that dude you know gets I mean? on fucking base. He Wa- he is Juan Soto esque. Yeah. like it's the same thing. So why not have him leading off and then Gene Segura batting behind him? A guy who is a great situational hitter is hitting great for contact this year and also fucking uh, getting on base 60% or, yeah. or 60 points higher than just his uh, his batting average. That makes sense to me. But we, maybe it's Harper. Maybe he doesn't want to. I, I, but I don't believe that. I think you could. I think if you made a convincing case to Hart, like, hey, we need you out there leading off, I think he would do it. Yeah. I think like, he wants to win baseball games. Hey, hey, Bryce, how many fucking fastballs do you want to see? That's been the fucking deal with Bryce Harper. Yeah. Uh, his whole career, all of the fucking conflicts he's gotten into is because he's a fucking maniac that just wants to win all the time. Yeah. And he gets pissed off when he doesn't win. Yeah. It's not like he's out whoring around or fucking stealing shit or getting fucked up in public or Pe- whatever. People forget. Oh, Mormon. Yeah, he's a merman. <laughs> but he's a Vegas merman. They're different. Yeah. Oh, uh, are they? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, they're Jack Mormons, right? Jack Mormon means I'm Mormon. 
right? But whatever. Fair enough. <laughs> not a big deal. Uh, yeah, he's not that kind of Mormon, obviously, because otherwise he wouldn't be shouting profanity at people all the that's, time. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, he's his vice. It, it's like fucking. Uh, I think I bet the Red Sox to score first too. Um, his vice is that he's a maniac about winning. He just yeah. wants to win, and he gets pit like that shit that happened with Papelbon. Like, dude, fucking play the game. Why are you? What are you doing? What yeah. Are you, and then, uh, uh, when he gets into these confrontations with umpires and shit, it's like, dude, nobody came to fucking see you. We're trying to play a baseball game yeah. here. You're in the way. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Did you see the other day during in the middle of a game? Have you seen this fucking shit online lately? I where? can't believe I'm a fucking Braves fan sitting here talking about a guy that's fucked me over on two National League East teams. Yeah. In his career, fuck that guy. But he is really good. He's great. Uh, the other day there was a video of I don't know if you've seen this like trend recently. It's like on a lot of like barstool sports uh, uh, accounts and shit like that, where fans will yell to a player. They'll be like, "Left hand, like wave your left hand if you like ass. Oh, yeah, wave yeah, your, yeah, yeah. If your right hand yeah. if you like titties." So some guy was trying to do that to Harper. Mm. He was like, "Left hand, right hand." I forget what it was for. Harper just turns around from the dugout because he's not far away from each mm. other. He's probably this guy's probably like three rows back from the dugout. Mm. He just turns around and goes, "I literally do not care." Leave me alone. Like, he's just like, I don't care. Does that mean he's asexual? I, I don't think it was a titty, titty ass situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was just like, like, he's not afraid to be a fucking dick to the fans. No, it's, I, I think that's pretty funny. I, it's it's <clears throat> great. Like, he, and he just kind of has, like, I guess the male version of a bitch face. Um, yeah, he does look like, his face is punchable, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to punch him in the face. But he now. looks like he's just going to be mean to you. Yeah, I would say that's that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you, if like, there's no. He looks like he's about to tell you that his dad's an attorney. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And his, he probably is actually. <laughs> I don't know what his dad does. He really might be an attorney. Yeah. Um. Next up, Dan, if you want to pull up this uh, video we have in, in the Drinking Bros thing, there was a fun little interaction last night <laughs> at Truist Field. I don't know for sure. I kind of like to blame it on the the fact that uh, Will Smith is a terrible closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I, you were at, I guess, Whiskey Tango, so you didn't, um, he, oh God, oh my God. Oh, it's so loud. Oh, it's, yeah. you didn't oh, it's hear, so it's all good. Yeah. You probably didn't hear the announcers, but during the ninth inning, Jeff Francoeur was like, you know, like, yeah, he doesn't have the ERA that other people have, but like, he's getting the job done. Yeah. And then Joey Votto hits a 7,000 foot home run. Yeah, literally. Shut like, the oh, fuck up. Almost on cue. Yeah, you want to shut it. So there's a fun little interaction between a couple uh, lady fans last night at Truist. <laughs> Oh, got a kick in, yeah. Just a little kick. Hair, everyone's got their hair. Like, both girls have their hair. This is a very southern fight. Yeah. Oh. Wow, and-, oh, and she's going to the clink. I don't think Truist is old enough of a ballpark to have its own fucking magistrate <laughs> on. The, like, at uh, Fenway, they have their own magistrate in a, in a yeah. holding oh, cell Oh, here's the there. beginning of it. Oh, damn. She, got a, she gets a shot in. She's grounding and pounding, man. Yeah. I wonder what started, they say. No, but I see what looks like spilled popcorn. Wow, you don't fucking spill a, a white woman's popcorn in a baseball. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The one girl was going for a triangle choke. That was oh, crazy. yeah. Yeah. Well, how funny would that be? We should, we should get some lower-level MMA people to stage fake fights in public and then do really complicated <laughs> fucking moves on each other. It just turns into like a full grapple fest. Yeah. 
Oh, he's lost it. There, you got it. Uh, yeah, it'd be, or you can just get two uh, Win Chun people. Yeah. Because that's ballerina bullshit. That's not real. That's everybody's like, oh, fucking Jet Li and Jackie Chan whip somebody's ass. Like, no, they wouldn't. No, they're they're tiny people. First of all, and secondly, that's not real. None of that shit's real. They're just dancing around. I'll tell you who will kill you is Steven Seagal. Uh, uh, and no, he won't. I was like, you know that dude are... can barely lift his arms over his head at this point. Uh, real quick, let's get into some ads because uh, fuck it, why not? I like money. I like getting paid for things, so uh, let's get paid for some stuff. Winning season has returned at mybookie.com, and it is time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add to the excitement uh, to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes are live on site to make this winning season your best yet with mybookie.com. Uh, the NFL has an historic 18-week schedule starting this year, which means more action than ever before. You need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you will not find a better partner, a uh, better place to play than mybookie.com. I know you're going to bet this season. Do the smart thing. Sign up at mybookie.com and use our promo code DRINKINBROS. It's the name of the show. I think you got it, Drinking Bros, to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money, literally free money, credited to your account instantly just for using the promo code Drinking Bros and making your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Next up, we got Killcliff. Killcliff CBD is back. The Flamin' Joe is our favorite. Uh, there's another fighter that has a new drink. I forget his name because I don't know shit about fights. This is not the fight show, it's the baseball show, which in a lot of ways is the opposite of the fight show. Uh, but he has like a new mango tequila flavor. Uh, anyway, Flamin' Joe, uh, all the CBD drinks from Killcliff are awesome. Killcliff, if you don't know, developed by U.S. Navy SEAL. Uh, it's just a great drink to kind of, I don't know, make your day feel better, whether you need CBD or some energy. We'll get into the energy in a second. But uh, the CBD products are, are all delicious. Uh, I like, uh, Flaming Joe is the favorite of a lot of people here. Uh, the other flavors include Mango Tango, Orange Kush, the Goat a.k.a. the grapest of all time, a.k.a. cereal grapest, uh, Strawberry Days, which is my favorite. It's like a strawberry lemonade flavor. Or you can just get a variety pack, and you can get 30% off your orders at killcliff.com. Go to killcliff.com, get 30% off your orders. Again, with the promo code DRINKINBROS, pretty easy to remember. Uh, yeah, 30% off your any, any CBD order you want uh, at killcliff.com and apparel, too. They actually have some pretty dope shirts and T-shirts and uh, hats and stuff like that. So 30% off whatever you want at killcliff.com with the promo code drinking bros. And my favorite thing from Killcliff, even though this is mostly a CBD ad, they also have uh, their energy drinks uh, called ignite. They have the flaming Joe. That's Joe Rogan's uh, flavor uh, in that as well. It's like a spicy pineapple. It's really good. Um, but I love the ignite energy drinks. They're like, I, I don't like energy drinks, and I love these energy drinks. They don't make you jittery. Uh, they're great for a hangover because they got electrolytes and B vitamins uh, and only uh, 20 calories per can, no sugar. And uh, the caffeine is natural. It's from green tea. It's not like lab-made caffeine. You won't be like all jittery and methy like you're coming down from Adderall or something afterwards. It, it is genuinely like I, I love this energy drink, the Ignite. It, it's super duper good. I want to say... The uh, limeade, cherry limeade is my favorite in that flavor. It's really good. But yeah, again, Killcliff, 
is offering Drinking Bros uh, 30% off. So go to killcliff.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros. That is K I L L C L I F F.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros. Take advantage of this 30% off offer. I really, really cannot recommend their energy drink in particular enough. It is so goddamn good. And last but not least, of course, far from least, uh, Ghostbed. I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. It's Ghostbed. They've been uh, advertising with us for five years. They're the best mattress in the world. It's made in America. 20-year warranty. You can try it for 101 nights. And, like, I guess send it back if you want after that. And if, if you don't like it, uh, it'd be weird, but you can do it. But it's also it's not going to happen because it's the best mattress in the world. Um, Ghostbed is... Uh, really especially useful for us because we live here in texas and like they have a ton of cooling technology their mattress has cooling technology uh their sheets have cooling technology their pillows have cooling technology uh their pillows in particular there was one in the studio the first time i touched it i did not like my brain didn't process how an inanimate object that didn't come out of the refrigerator was able to like feel that way i didn't understand how like cold it was it kind of fucked with me a little bit to be honest so what i'm trying to tell you is is that like it's real like these things are cold they're cool it, it's incredible and uh yeah so ghost bed right now they're offering a uh their their bundles are their big thing they're they're on about right now and they're offering a flash sale 40 percent off ghost bed bundles you can get a mattress and an adjustable base and anything else you want to lump in there the pillows the sheets etc especially if you live in uh a hot part of the country arizona texas that type of shit i mean it gets hot everywhere kind of but uh yeah I mean, the, their cooling technology is awesome uh the adjustable base is cool you, you know, make your couch a, or make your bed a, a couch half the day. Why, why get out of bed, really? Who gives a shit? Or if you just want to kind of buy a la carte, you can get 30% off anything uh, that, that Ghostbed has with the code, holy shit, Drinking Bros. Ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. And uh, their mattresses, they're financed really easily too. It's like $35 a month, zero down, zero financing. Unless you've gone bankrupt like four times, you're going to probably have a credit score that can get you a ghost bed mattress. So check it out. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros code drinking bros. Of Steven Seagal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it, is it the one where he's, it, what's that fake, uh, like dumb martial arts or some shit account that Joe Rogan used to post all the time. You know what oh, I'm talking I about? Fucking no. Yeah. Giorgio, do you remember that shit? Rogan used to post, it was like fake martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to yeah it's, uh, you, you've all seen it. It's like some fucking instructor of some woo-woo bullshit. And uh, he's like just doing weird moves and yeah. people are falling down on their own and shit like that. Um, and then every now and again, they'll invite a real person to fight him and just get the, sh- the living <laughs> Christ kicked out of him. It's so funny. Um, but there- no, Steve Isagall made one of those. And he's just like, he's, I don't, he's not taking it as far as some people did, like blowing on them or yeah. just putting his hand up and they stop in their tracks or sh- something like that. But it's pretty bad. There, it's embarrassing. There's like a weird subset, or at least there used to be, of Steven Seagal fans where they're like, no, no, you don't understand. He could kill anyone at any moment if he so chose. Yeah. And a larger subset of people were like, no, he's obese. Yeah. Yeah. He, he may have used to have been a good fighter. He did inherit some Japanese Aikido dojos, which is kind of a big deal, but also could be just an honorific kind of situation. So yeah. it's hard to tell. Um, but, you know, I just feel like uh, I feel like he's 70 years old and obese. Yes. And I would I would beat him to death. <laughs> 
Just grab him by that ponytail, man. What's he going to do? That was a good pitch. I don't know what he's complaining about. Speaking of complaining, did you see this thing with his little leaguer? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that. I haven't actually read the story on that. What happened with him? Uh, we can't show it, I don't think, because it was broadcast on actual television. Mm. But some this little leaguer, you guys can YouTube it. Please do. Uh, one of the worst. Look it up. It's it, on SportsCenter's Instagram and Twitter if you want to go see it. Oh, okay, yeah. Can you pull up SportsCenter's Twitter? Or it's on their Twitter, yeah. Uh, yes, but do you want to watch Steven Seagal for a sec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah of course okay, I do. Of course don't, we do. Don't ever ask me that fucking question again. Just play Steven Seagal. As a matter of fact, this show is going to become a Steven Seagal-oriented <laughs> show. Oh, boy. There's so many people. Is this in North Korea? Wow. What? What did... The guy's, like, letting him do it, though. Yeah, what's his... Is whatever he is doing to his right hand paralyzing his left? Or is he just... Yeah, what do you mean letting him do well, it? He, Steven's <laughs> just fluid. Oh, okay. Look at, at that. At one point, he told him which arm to attack. Oh, boy, this is bad. That's, that's real bad. All right, find me... Uh, Oh, Find me this kid on Twitter. That guy just fell down. He's going off, though. Anything. <laughs> yeah, he's in the zone right there. Yeah. He's, he's, that's Jordan shooting a free throw with his eyes closed right there. <laughs> Dunking from the fucking foul line. Good God. Uh, yeah, so this kid, now? Uh, go to uh, Sports Center's Twitter. Yeah. Uh, they should have. It's a Little League highlight. It was, it was posted yesterday at 1129 a.m. So this kid uh, was batting in, you know, a Little League fucking regional or whatever. And uh, it, it is actually a stunning strike call. Yeah, it's bad. It it's, was, even for Little League, it was pretty, pretty yeah. out there. Yeah, that is like if a dad is too drunk in the stands, yeah. you're, there might be problems in the parking lot yeah. afterwards. Yeah, it, that, it, that umpire is definitely getting beaten up. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, no, this is not. Uh, yeah, that's it. It is? Okay. Yep. Look at that. That's not strike. a fucking strike. And look at the kid's face. He's like, you motherfucker. I'm going to, in 10 years, when I'm old enough, I'm going to find your daughter and fuck her right in front of you and send you the pictures, you First, son of a bitch. I mean, he's 12, so that's like five years. Well, I mean, if you, can't, even, you can't even make point of yourself at 17. That's still child that's, pornography. That's true. You got to wait until you're 18, kid. Well, at, here's what you do. You, you fuck his underage daughter, and you're also underage, right? Then you send him the video, and then he gets busted for child porn, and, of its, and it's of his own kid. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> You could just bang his daughter and get it over with. That's man. dark. Yeah, I'm just was, saying. That was weird. That was weird. Uh, we also wanted to talk about, uh, and look, I don't want to turn into fucking Ben Verlander here, but we need to talk about Shoya Otani a little bit. Um, yeah, he is, uh, he might be a Cy Young contender now. Yeah, he might be. I need to look up this article here. So if for the uh, listeners who don't know, uh, a American League pitching has been dog shit this year. Yeah, the top twelve uh, people in ERA, top twelve pitchers in ERA this year, all from the National League. You have to get to number thirteen, and uh, number thirteen is a uh, basically anonymous Oakland A's pitcher, which is kind of a redundant statement uh, unless you're talking about the their Cy Young trio they had back in the day. But no one at all in the American League has an ERA under three. Like, literally, there is not a pitcher. Oh, I'm sorry. Ray. 
with the Blue Jays has a 290 ERA. Good Lord. That's it. Robbie Ray is the only one. He's got a 290 ERA. If Robbie, I mean, Robbie Ray is not winning the fucking Cy Young. No. No, I don't think so. Nine and five, 290 ERA, 107 whip. That's fine. Like, that's good. And I guess that's maybe the best in the American League. The strikeout leader is Garrett Cole, who has been not that great. I, like, I, there's no one in the American League fucking doing anything. Well, you have to look at just uh, who's going to qualify even. I think this, this year the fewest amount of pitchers have, are going to qualify for uh, the ERA title than at any point in the last X. I don't know how many years. I'm trying to find a goddamn thing now. Um, but it is, it is a comically low amount of people qualified for the fucking ERA title. Um, meaning you, you have to pitch at least one inning per game that your team plays. So you have to have 162 innings, right. basically, um, to qualify for the ERA title. Hold on. Let me, Which, I gotta, I gotta for, find for what it's worth, Otani is not currently a qualified starter. Uh, no, not yet. But he he I think has he, will be. he has fewer innings pitched than Jacob Degrom right now. Right. So, but, but he's still going to be pitching for the rest of the season. Yeah, and Otani did get off to a really slow start. Like mm. they kind of slow balled him into the situation. Yeah. Like he was throwing like four innings for mm. the first couple for like the first month maybe or something like that. I don't think they're not going to keep doing that. They're going to let him go as much as they fucking want at this point, just because. Why the fuck? Probably, not? but I don't think he's going to have time to catch up to 162. I mean. It's going to be tight. But if he gets 150, are you kind of saying fuck it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would think for MVP, you probably need to qualify for the batting title. And I think for Sion, you probably need to qualify for the ERA title, I would think. I mean, not that those are rules, but I think the voters would probably agree with that. It would de- I mean, it would definitely be. Yeah, like they, they, I, I think typically MVP, if you're doing what Otani's doing, you probably don't need to qualify for the batting title. You don't necessarily need the full amount of at bats. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you're doing both, they do. They they maybe will take that into consideration. But is that some new thing and not the Cy Young and the MVP? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I don't know. No, separately, it's different. He has 106 strikeouts. I mean, his strikeout rate's fucking. I mean, he's yeah, got an, an 11 11 Ks per nine. He's got 100 strikeouts. He'll probably finish with like 150, which is pretty low, I guess, these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really like. I mean, he's got a 293 ERA, so he almost as low as Robbie Ray's. Yeah, yeah. Right? Robbie Ray's 290. And Otani has, what was it, the lowest ERA in the major leagues since July 1st? 138. Hmm. I mean, and there have been guys who, who, who have won the Cy Young who obviously haven't qualified for that, which would be closers. Yeah, maybe. He's definitely not going to make it to 162 innings. He'd have to, uh, just based on the amount of games they have left, he's probably going to get nine, maybe ten starts. If it's nine starts, it's like eight and a half innings per game you would have to average right. for the rest of the year. So that's not going to happen. Whether or not they'll give him the award, I don't know. But I do think he's the MVP. I mean, my, my pick before the season was uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. And if not for Otani, there's no question he would be winning that award. Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to handle this. Honestly, this is un- we, we've never seen anything like this in the modern era, obviously. No, it's fucking fascinating, and especially because it, it really is interesting how weak the pitcher pool... What do you think is going on in the American League? Like, Why, why is the, the pitcher pool so weak? Because the National League is kind of stacked. Yeah, I don't know. The National League has, like, what, 10 dudes under... Eight, nine or 10 dudes under three in ERA right now? Yeah, hold on. Let me look at this. Um, this fucking... Oh, oh, oh. 
Passing drugs. Passing drugs around. Um, blah, 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 blah. Even whip, man. Or I'm sorry, not even whip. Uh, whip is whip is not the same. So Brad Keller at Kansas City, one point seven. Or he's got the high. Oh, these are the high whips. Sorry. <laughs> even the this is what I was trying to look at. Even whip. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, Max Scherzer, Freddie Peralta, Corbin Burns, Walker Bueller, Kevin Gossman, Joe Musgrove. Eight at Garrett Cole is the first time you see an um, American Leaguer. And you'll see another one until 11 with Jose Barrios. I don't know what's going on. I mean, Adam Wainwright's got a fucking 1.07 whip right now. Uh, Wainwright tossed a Maddox last night. Yeah, an 83-pitch shutout. Or it's, it wasn't 83 pitches, but... it's, it's uh, For the Maddox, it's under 100. Yeah. No, you know it's like a legit stat, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, He uh, Yeah, I think he, he had under 100 pitches yesterday. Yeah, complete game shutout. How many pitches did he throw? He had seven Ks, too. Shit. Yeah, he fucking... He had a fucking day. What is he, like 38 years old? 39. He's turning 40 next month. Mm. Good for him. He threw 88 pitches. Oh, fuck. God damn. Yeah, and he is not done. Well, he did it against the Pirates, too. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that uh, any one of us could throw a shutout against the Pirates right now. <laughs> if you give me, like, three days of practice, I can do that. Um, shit. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on in the American League. I mean... Because uh, e- that's interesting, by the way. I didn't look up the whips. The ERA, you could explain away. Yeah. Right? The whip is, like, you, you can't really do that. I'm looking at the top 25 whip, and I'm going to count how many American Leaguers there are. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of 25. Pretty backloaded, too, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. There's only one in the top 10. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I don't get it. And that's I mean, not usually the case. Like, I know the American League has the DH and shit, but, like, that's not... Usually there's, like, a couple dudes that are yeah. just going off like they always do. Like, Pedro Martinez what, didn't have a problem with the American League no, when people were juicing their fucking dicks no, off. Pedro Martinez was also juicing his dick off, so that's us be real about that. Um, even, even win totals, though. I mean, Chris Bassett at Oakland is doing well and Ryu in Toronto, but otherwise it's mostly uh, for people with 10, 10 wins or more this year. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to win more than 16 games this year, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much pit, the standard at this point. Pitchers are going to have, if you're healthy, you're going to get another nine starts, maybe. And if you win half of those, that's four and a half. Let's say you win five. There's only fucking one, two, three, four, five, five players that could win more than 16 games right now with that, if that was the case. Right. I mean, in a full year, you get 33, 34 starts, and people are going uh, less than five innings more and more now, yeah, which that's... means you're really only, so you're only getting, what, probably 29 qual- uh, qualified starts? Yeah. You yeah. got to wonder when uh, Major League Baseball is going to start to change how they gather these statistics, right? Like, if, if a quality start, as they define it, is no longer a commonplace, what's the point of even tracking that? Right. I mean, you track it, but that's not something that would be that would come up in arbitration, for example. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, if the standard is a four to five inning start, the composition of your bullpen changes. Maybe you go with six starters, right, instead of five. Yeah. Or maybe you go with four instead of five. Who knows? But things have to change soon because the way that baseball is played has changed significantly uh, when it comes to pitchers. Now, we changed it after. Wilhelm and those guys started to get popular, and uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, uh, 
Cardinals, McGraw, uh, like great relievers started yeah. to come in. And um, Tug? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, they changed, like, I don't know how many bullpen guys you had on the squad before, yeah. but I doubt it was like it is now. You definitely didn't have no. specialists and shit. Um, so I don't know. This is going to be interesting to see how baseball handles this. Not just, I don't mean Major League Baseball as an organization necessarily. I mean, the sport. Like, general managers and yeah. coaches and shit, managers. Uh, it'll be really interesting. I'm looking at 2019. Verlander, Garrett Cole, both had, tw- they had 28-1 and 20 wins each. Eduardo Rodriguez, Zach Grinke, uh, Strasburg, Domingo Herman, they all had 19 or 18. That's a normal year, I think, right? Uh, at this point, for sure. I mean, 2018, it was 21, 20, 19, 18, 18, 18, 18. I don't think we're going to get anybody with 18 wins this year. Yeah. Like, this might be the downslope. We won't know until next year and see if it stays consistent because COVID's been weird. Are these, I say, are these dudes not in shape because they missed a year? Or, yeah, or, or maybe the turnaround time was yeah. weird. I don't know. I don't know yet. But we'll see ne- after next season, I think we'll see if that's going to become commonplace. I mean, there are years where nobody gets over 18. But there are very few years where nobody gets to 18. That's, that, that is not common. Yeah. No, yeah, there's definitely there's plenty of years where you don't have a 20-game winner. Right. That's no, even, even pro, way prior to now. I'm looking... Right, like in the 90s and 80s, like it 20, getting to 20 is still a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, not, no one at 18 is... I'm looking... Fucking I'm, wild. I'm back to 2011 so far. 2010. I'm going to see when the last time there wasn't a 19-game winner at least. So would you give, I forget what you said the ceiling was, would you potentially give Otani a Cy Young with 150 innings? 145 innings? What's your, what's your floor that Otani could reach that isn't qualified, that you'd be like, okay, fuck it? I would have to see what the rest of the league is doing. I mean, right now, like I said before, a record low amount of people are on pace to qualify for the ERA title. I right. think it's like only 30 people in Major League Baseball are on pace to do it right now. Yeah. And usually there's 60. I think last year, I, last, or 2019, the last full season, I think it was 58 total. That's a normal year, somewhere between 50 and 60 is a normal year. Now it's only going to be 30. Does that mean that COVID's had this effect, or does it mean that baseball is now different? I think... Because this isn't new, starting pitchers uh, uh, pitching less and less innings. That's been that, a trend for a while. Yeah. And in the postseason, it's, even, it's been an even bigger trend. It's always You get the, the fucking postseason. hook as soon as yeah. any – I mean, everybody's got an antsy trigger finger in, in the postseason. Yeah, so I'm all the way back to 2002, and there wasn't a single season where there wasn't at least one 18 game or one 19 game winner, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I don't think it's, it's – it seems like – where the scale is tipping now and that we're going to have to make some kind of change soon. And I, that doesn't bother me, by the way. I, I think it's just like we were talking about exciting uh, your ball club with a new player or something like that. Excite the fans with a new thing that isn't fucking stupid. Right. You know, a change in the game that makes it more exciting, not a fucking runner on second base and, and, and extra innings. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, or whatever these, uh, a shot clock on the pitcher. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> That's just never going to work. I mean, it... I don't really care about pitcher wins, I guess. Like, you don't, the, I guess the best other metric, or like, uh, not metric, the best other 
sport you can compare it to is nobody actually counts like quarterback wins. Right? Yeah, I mean it's that that that's uh it's a Nolan I, that should be called the Nolan Ryan rule. Nobody had more quality starts go to no decisions in the history of Major League Baseball than Nolan Ryan. Yeah. I, th- I think is one of the 500 different records that motherfucker holds. <laughs> uh that one is the dubious one. That's like being like uh uh Costner said in uh in Bull Durham having the minor league home run record is kind of a dubious yeah. record to have, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that that kind of sucks cuz it means you were there the whole time. I don't know what's going to happen with Otani. I think um Man, he's just what he's doing is so incredible. But you don't just make rules for one-offs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you do want to find a way to show your appreciation for a guy that's broken all the rules and 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 beaten everybody at, while he's doing it. It's hilarious that we're kind of at the point now where it's like, will an MVP suffice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if you look at his numbers, his uh, hitting numbers, uh, if it weren't for him. You know, to be honest, Vlad Guerrero would be the clear front runner. I oh, think, by far, for MVP. He's got 88 RBI. I, He's probably going to have like 125 RBI, which is a fucking Manny Ramirez on steroids kind of year. Right. Um, he's going to hit 50 home runs probably uh, if he gets hot down the stretch, and and he's in good shape this year, so he probably will. Um, if I will say this, the one way Guerrero can still win, take the MVP from uh, Otani is if uh, the Blue Jays make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe, but that's, I mean, how, how many, they have to jump the Red Sox, Yankees. Are they, are they they're only, ahead of the Yankees? They're only, they are not, they're a half game behind the Yankees. They're only so, six and a half behind the Yankees, or behind first place, and they're only two and a half out of the wild card, though. Hmm, maybe. Like, they're, they're, they're postseason's in reach for them, for sure. Hmm. And, I mean, look, the, what, Rays are in first place by four games in, in the AL East. And the Red Sox are falling fast. The, I, they they could. I, I don't have a lot. Of, I don't have high hopes for them in the AL East, but I they could easily snatch a wild card spot. Okay. Well, I mean, I got, yeah. I would. Pro- I'd have to say that. I mean, the the general thinking on MVP is the best player in the league, or or in the, but the, in the NBA, it's kind of like the best player on the best team, right? It's more like I major league. Major- MLB is more best player on best team. NBA is more just like insane player yeah it's it has been whomever leads in and whatever the fuck PR PR yeah, yeah usually wins I don't Otani's gonna win the MVP I, there's, there's uh, he would literally have to get hurt and miss most of the rest of the season at this this guy cannot see the ball by no. the way wow, <laughs> dude is it's looking brutal out there fucking blind out there right Vlad now. Guerrero in August last year went the fuck off um not last year but two years ago went off this year, he's hitting 178 and 45 at-bats so far. So, I mean, if he keeps on this trend, it's not going to matter. No. Otani's been a little cold lately, too. He had a home run last night, but he's actually uh, – <clears throat> and by the way, this is the most, like, brutally representative thing of the at Los Angeles Angels. I get a uh, notification on my phone from MLB uh, and I think Bleacher Report, too. It's like, Otani hits number 38. Mm. And I was like, oh, cool. And then later I was scrolling through the scores. Angels lose 10 to 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's just every yeah. fucking time. It's he, unbelievable. He's hitting uh, one thirty-three. That's in a gap. That's gonna score one. Yep. Red Sox about to tie it up. Yeah, he's if he doesn't score, goddamn. Yeah, he's there. He's got that oven mitt on. Um, yeah, he's he's. Let's see. Where do they have it broken down since the All Star break? They used to do that. 
Uh, you can set any date range on Fangraphs, but no, Otani's been a little a little slow in the second half on at the plate on the mound. He's been fucking insane still. Yeah, maybe he. Uh, I mean, what do you do when the guy ends up hitting two seventy with fifty home runs and a hundred RBI, and on the other side of the field, uh, you know, he's got ten wins and fucking a sub three ERA with a strikeout ratio of like one point. Two one point three per inning. I, I don't know what you do with that information. Other than and I, you know what the the part of this is really irritating me so much. Everybody's talking about right now, and I think they're right actually. How the Angels are not going to be able to afford to keep him because of Rendon and fucking Trout. I hope they can't. Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, JD Martinez here, ground out to third base, asshole. Um, yeah, so they basically have. Rendon and Mike Trout locked in until 2026. Uh, both of those guys. Rendon has a no trade clause, so he's not going anywhere unless he fucking wants to. Right. Um, they're locked in for about 70 mil in salary just to those two guys right now. Yeah. Otani, people lose track of this in baseball because of how fucked up the goddamn union is over there. But the first six years you're under team control, you don't make shit unless you're Otani. He's going to arbitration after next year. Yeah. And there's no fucking, there's never been a case in arbitration like this before. Like, I, not only have I done everything you could have asked me, I did it at two positions on either side of the field. Yeah. And uh, that would be like fucking throwing for 35 touchdowns and having six, seven sacks in yeah. a year. That's crazy. It's Jim Thorpe shit. You know what I mean? Nobody, yeah. nobody has ever thought about that before. When he signs his long-term deal, after the 24 season, probably, unless they try to sign him. If they're able to sign him early, I don't know how they're going to trick him. Maybe fake Noah, maybe like try to trick him <laughs> like, a, uh, 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 like a language barrier situation. I don't know. But unless they're able to sign him after next season to a long-term deal, there's no fucking way they're going to be able to financially afford him. I don't, I don't want him there. No, he, I don't either. He, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. What happens, at, the thing that's pissing me off now is that I keep seeing this pop up in articles. What most teams will probably do is fucking just make him a closer and a fucking DH. Like, yeah, you should have done that in the fucking first place. I've been right. saying that for two goddamn years, yeah. man. Why the fuck is he starting baseball games? Why? It's just for fun. It doesn't make point. any fucking sense to me. Yeah. Also, by the way, like, would there be anything more just, like, dick-dropping badass than, like, hitting the go-ahead homer in the top of the ninth and then closing the fucking yeah. game? Yeah. What's your what's your wins above replacement at that point? <laughs> right? Like you get a whole one just for that, probably. You have to. That's that's I mean, that's obviously not how it works, but it right. kinda should. A little bit, yeah. Right? Like really. There is a, a a stat that actually does that a little bit more. It's called uh win probability added. Yeah. And then there's also championship probability added, which you can accrue both in the regular season and the postseason. Yeah, I don't know how he's ever gonna accrue any of that in the postseason there. So No, not fucking at all. I will say this, the one thing he one reason he might in particular be struggling is that um, there's literally at this point no one in the lineup around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's all alone. Yeah. Rendon's out, been out all year. Trout's been out for the last 75 games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who knows? What a brutal fucking franchise, man. <sighs> yeah, fuck that shit. It's fucking... It's got to suck. I don't, I don't think there are any Angels fans, but if you're out there, yeah. just know that we love it and care. We, we don't care, actually. We necessarily care. Good luck. Can I tell you... My theory on why they suck ass, like truly on the why the team sucks ass. Yeah, why the team is just accursed, like all these years. 
and I know they won a World Series with this, but mm-hmm. I'll still, I still think it's true anyway. The worst uniforms, maybe in baseball, and certainly in their own history. They have had way better uniforms all through the their Cali- history. The California Angels 70s uniforms are pretty dope. They're that f- was actually one of the only uniforms in the 70s that, that was good. Yeah. Like, he, Nolan Ryan left them and went to the Astros with that stupid starburst. Oh, I love that too. No, man. that one and the actually I did like the Mets version of that. Uh, oh, I didn't see the Mets one. Uh, yeah, it's 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 well, it's not it's not quite as obscene, <laughs> but it's still that same buttonless pullover uniform yeah, yeah. with the fucking trim collar, and yeah. then it had Mets colors on it. I thought that looked good. Their their colors look stupid. I mean, imagine if you don't think that has an effect, just put on a clown suit and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Ross did it. I guess. I mean, he was he didn't do it on purpose. Right. And how did uh, Delco, how did you feel having to wear that fucking stupid jersey that whole time? You know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, what about you? Don't don't refute my point. Fuck you. Oh, I hated wearing the Liberty jersey. That was the that month sucked. It was just annoying. You smelled so bad. I'm sure. Wait, did you not wash it for the whole month? No, I just came in to work and put it on. And it's yeah. still not washed. It's just no, sitting just, up there? It's just fucking right. sitting there. It's a Liberty jersey. Right. Jesus will that's wash. Gotta, that's got to be a fucking OSHA violation. There's, there's four producers here in a dirty jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what point you're making, but it doesn't sound like you're getting a raise anytime soon. Jordan. <laughs> no, no, no. God no, damn it. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Uh, whatever. Yeah. No, but it's, it does have a psychological effect to look like an asshole out there. There's some Because people talk about putting on the pinstripes. Right. About... Uh, Notre Dame's uniform and shit like that. And 100%. Maybe, like, there's got to be some kind of psychological effect. There. You want to look dope. I honestly feel like the Braves play better when they put on the fucking throwbacks. Like, they feel swaggy. Like yeah, they- that, that uniform is dope, too. You can't find them anywhere. No, you, can't, you can't buy them anywhere. Yeah, we're talking about that off air. It's fucking annoying. Uh, but yeah, that's my theory on why the Angels suck. They have their worst fucking uniforms in their history. And actually, all their other uniforms in their history have been cool. These are the first shitty uniforms they've had. It's the only one they won a World Series with but I still think they're fucking terrible. Yeah. And that's why Mike Trout and Otani are wasted. But that's all I got for today. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. I got let's shit to go. do. I don't, but I want to leave. Or- Bye. See ya.